Hello everyone, welcome back to my product chat series. Today our product chat guest is Christopher, a product manager at Microsoft. Our main goal is to understand the product management journey at Microsoft and his advice as to how others can transition into the field. Hi Christopher, it's so nice to have you. How are you? Hi, it's great to see you, great to chat. I'm doing well, how are you? I'm good too. Um, so let's begin with uh, your journey as a product manager. First of all, what's your definition um, of a product manager? That's a great uh, question. I get this a lot. Um, my definition of a product manager is anything in engineering that a software engineer and related to building a, a product that a software engineer or hardware engineer um, does not do. So um, anything other than writing code, really, or, or you know, designing or building hardware. Um, so spent a lot of time figuring out what to build and then executing on that. So uh, making sure that we're building whatever we decided on on time. Makes sense. Um, and why did you decide to go into product management? Like there are so many fields out there. So why specifically product management? Um, another great question. I decided to go into product management because um, I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and I've also always been very technical. So there are, you know, there are non-technical product managers, um, but I work at Microsoft and we work on pretty technical uh, products. So I really get to merge the two. Um, kind of my entrepreneurial passions for being able to figure out what to build, what customers to build it for, going out, finding customers, talking to them. Um, and then I get to scratch that kind of engineering itch of actually building it with our engineers. Um, uh, uh, and then going back to customers to collect feedback and uh, turning that into kind of an iterative loop. Makes sense. Um, can you tell me more about your product management journey? Like how did you transition into the field? So I um, pretty much started out in product management. I learned to code um, at a pretty young age when I was about maybe 12 years old. Okay. I got this like C++ textbook and I gave myself a really hard time because I didn't understand it very well. <laughs> it's like when I got to pointers for anyone who knows how to code, I was I was just completely uh, confused. Um, but I gradually learned to code and did some IT and, and programming work through high school. Um, uh, and I realized uh, when I got to college uh, that I didn't even know product management existed. But when I got to college, um, I learned about this thing called product management um, and so I started actually uh, as a product management intern yeah. on Comcast uh, and then went on to uh, eventually to Microsoft. I did some startup work as well uh, in between there. Okay. And like, since you mentioned already, like some of like what you do, but generally how is a day in life of a product manager? Um, the day in life of a product manager varies. Uh, so I mentioned that we start from uh, figuring out what to build, mm -hmm. right? doing investigation, talking to customers, figuring out what their pain points are, 
Um, so we spent a lot of time you know, talking to customers, interviewing them, doing what's called customer discovery. Right. Um, and we also, and then once we've kind of, uh, uh, you know, talked to a bunch of customers in an area and figured, you know, have a good idea of what we want to build, then they spend a lot of my time in uh, in planning, right? What is yeah. the product going to look like working with design um, uh, in terms of what the product will look like, what it will do, um, how many engineers we're going to need to build it, how long it's going to take them to build, what kind of, you know, do we need any sort of special expertise, you know, someone who's really uh, uh, talented in machine learning? Do we need someone who's uh, really good working with, uh, you know, cameras yeah. or uh, with audio? Um, or, you know, we have tons of industry verticals. Do we need an aviation expert if we're building, say, an aviation product? I mean, you name it. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of that is talking to other people within our company. And, you know, if we need outside help, finding outside help to, to bring in as well, because I'm not an expert on everything mm -hmm. um, that we, that, uh, uh, you know, that may need to be involved in building a product. Um, and then uh, from there, you know, we materialize that into documents, into uh, you know, standard Word documents, PowerPoints, make sure everyone understands um, what we're building and that our goals are aligned. And then we execute, right? We spend time, uh, working with engineers to actually build the product and make sure that it's uh, being built properly. And then we kind of just repeat that cycle, right? We, we get through V1 of the product, we ship it, and then we go through V2. Depending on the product, that cycle can be as fast as two weeks. So maybe every week I'm going from planning to execution every two weeks. Um, for other products that I've worked on, uh, like what I'm working on right now, yeah. We have longer cycles, so it can take months to go through that entire process. So yeah, it depends on like project-wise. Yeah. Yeah. And I have heard this a lot. Like I've worked with two companies and I get this, but like generally for all the companies, especially Microsoft, every day is like different for you or it's just like you're doing the same thing? Uh, every day is... Uh, is different because we, you know, the product I work on right now is called Azure Percept. Um, uh, you know, we're really building an edge AI platform for a variety of different, uh, um, uh, we actually build platform tools for other software engineers and developers mm -hmm. because it's so broad and we have such a large team. Uh, it takes a lot of time to uh, plan everything out and then actually execute so I'll usually spend a few weeks to a month in one phase at a time. So I may spend a month where uh, I'm spending a lot of time just writing documents, explaining what it is that, that we've decided to build, why we've decided to build it, um, uh, you know, what customers we talked to, what they said, um, uh, the things that we're going to need to build our product. And then you know, the next month, uh, I'll spend all of my time working with uh, our engineers uh, reporting on their status, on how they're doing. If they're stuck on anything, I'll try to help them uh, get unblocked um, and and uh, uh, keep the project moving forward. Okay. And since you mentioned that you are like, you're doing like different things, mostly sometimes it's like about user experience. So you're talking to the user, you're talking to the engineers. What soft skills do you think a product manager should have? 
That's a great question. Um, I think, I think in terms of, you know, I, I think um, communication is, is super critical, uh, not just for product managers, for, for a lot of roles, communication is important, but, but uh, it, it's certainly very important. Um, as I mentioned, we work with um, a number of different uh, roles. We work cross-functionally across the organization at, you know, at a large company like Microsoft. Um, uh, you know, that could mean working with hundreds of other people um, uh, and needing to keep thousands of people even informed. Yes. And, you know, at that scale, communication does not just mean being able to talk to someone one-on-one. -on -one. You also have to be able to communicate, you know, via email, um, uh, via documents, uh, via uh, presentations, Yes. Um, and, and communicate in a way that that uh, everyone understands, right? We have a very diverse, you know, group of people um, at, at Microsoft, and so uh, uh, we have to make sure that we're using language that you know, a, a wide uh, variety of audiences understand. And oftentimes, we have different types of you know material for different audiences. That's the other thing I think is being flexible and being able to communicate specifically. Um, uh, knowing who your audience is and being able to speak their language, right? So sometimes I, I use more technical language. Sometimes um, I'm using more uh, high-level executive uh, uh, language. Sometimes I have to go really fast. Sometimes I go really, you know, have to go really deep into a topic. So it's really being able to be agile and flexible. Uh, and then I'd say the other thing is. Um, maybe not so much of a, a soft skill, but is writing. I think um, um, I think a good product manager, at, particularly at a large firm, um, if you can write really well and if you can convey, it's kind of ties to communication. If you can convey uh, information really well, um, that's super valuable. So those are for the soft skills. So you mentioned that for everyone, you have to use like a different language based on their experience, based on what they know. So what do you think, like, what should be the languages? So there's so many languages, Python, R. What would you suggest for a product manager should have, like, at least, even if they're not, like, technical product managers? Well, when I say, when I say language, um, there's programming languages, mm -hmm. um, and it depending on your role and you know your company it may help to know different programming languages there's also just um uh you know marketing speak versus uh, uh engineering speak versus uh, uh you know vice president or 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 kind of executive level speak um you know i all the time I'll be in you know, deep discussion with engineers. We use a lot of acronyms, fancy terms, and then I'll go to marketing and I'll start talking to them and they'll be like, whoa, 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 slow down. I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> and so I have to, I have to be able to translate what I'm saying um, to that you know, sort of non-technical audience. But I found that in terms of programming languages, it really depends. We have a lot of product managers who don't know how to code um, and we have some who do. Um, and I think, more than the specific programming language, I do think knowing how to code is helpful. Being able to empathize with your software engineers is helpful. 
um, because product managers typically don't have direct authority over uh, the people who are working on their writing the code for their project. And so they have to be able to influence them, you know, their engineering team uh, uh, in a way that the engineering team respects and understands. So I think knowing the code can be helpful there, but I know a lot of great PMs who don't know how to code and right. do really well. Got it. And as for your like internship, when you were looking for the internship um, as a product manager, um, what would you suggest for someone for like early grads or students who want to get, get an internship? Um, how did you look for an internship? How did you prepare for an internship? Yeah, um, I mean, there are a ton of job boards that you can go to to look for uh, uh, internships. Um, you, know, you can go on LinkedIn, you can just Google search these days um, and, and search for product management internships. Um, they are, they do tend to be very uh, competitive. Um, in terms of uh, how you actually, you know, prepare for the interviews and and, um, and you know, pass the interviews. I think the circles method is really great. Um, uh, any, Lewis Lynn has a couple books on uh, product management and on passing product management interviews. Typically you'll have some kind of a design interview where the interviewer will ask you to, you know, say build a, um, build a new traffic light at a six-way intersection, right? Or, uh, you know, build an elevator for a 100-story skyscraper, right? And you have to be able to work through that and uh, 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 from ideation all the way through to uh, coming up with the final um, solution. Um, so there are, there are very specific techniques like the circles method, um that are really helpful for that okay as you mentioned about like from the ideation method and going forward what do you think like for a product manager like an early grad who does not know much about like product management in general did you learn on the job mostly or it was more like from the books or videos you learned some of it um so i in, do you mean in terms of interviewing? Uh, no, in terms of the job. Once you started it, you felt like oh. you know this stuff, or, but or it was more like, okay, I'm learning now. Um, I I think both. I think there there are parts of the job that I know very well. I knew very. I felt confident in. Um, and then there were other parts that were completely new to me. Um, I think you know. I think product management is always a learning experience certainly an art more than a science, right? You know, if you know calculus, you know calculus. Um, but there is no, I know product management. And so, you know, I, I can stop learning and, and um, uh, you know, I, I already know everything I need to know. Yes. Um, and and, and it, it, it depends on the product that you're trying to build, right? You need different skill sets um, for different products as well. So it, it's certainly a continual learning process. I'm only two years in uh, to my full-time product management journey and uh, I'm still learning a ton. And I know, you know, some of our senior folks and our partners who are 20, 30 years in, 
Um, technology also moves so fast that they're constantly learning. Um, and they have, you know, they have kind of the fundamental PM techniques down, but um, but it's always a learning process. Yeah. And in terms of like any certifications or because I know a lot of product managers do like sometimes like scrum certifications and all that stuff. Do you recommend any certifications? I think that, uh, uh, learning to be a scrum master, I think is a good one. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, how do you lead an engineering team through agile uh, methodology? Um, there isn't, I don't think there's any one, you know, particular certification that I would say, you know, you get this certification and it's going to make you a better uh, product manager. Um, uh, I think, you know, one thing that I have always been advised to do and always try to do is like I kind of mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. always be improving my writing and my communication. Um, so any kind of classes or, you know, programs you can take on communication, on presentation, on writing, um, any sort of active, you know, presentations you can do, pitch competitions, uh, you know, for, for kind of startup ideas. Um, anything like that, I think is going to be super valuable. Okay, I like that. Um, so if you were interviewed, like if you have interviewed in the past or if you uh, would interview in the future, any uh, product managers, what would you look for? Like what skills or background would you look for? <laughs> so I have not interviewed um, any product managers at least yet. Um, you know, typically what they what i think they look for um is the ability to navigate ambiguity well right i think some people um some of the time um when they get a problem or they have a question that they don't know the answer to they kind of freeze or they think something's wrong because they don't you know have a perfect answer Right, going back to this is an art, not a science. And so if, if you can face that ambiguity and say, okay, I don't know the answer to this question, but is there something I can do somewhere I can go, even someone I can ask um, who can help me make progress towards finding that answer? I think that's, um, that's really what, what uh, they look for in, in product management interviews. It's not so much about, you know, knowing the answer to the question. So like, it's not so much about the end solution if you're building that elevator for that hundred story skyscraper, it's more so about how you work through that problem with the person who's interviewing you. Makes sense. So basically the entire roadmap of how you are trying to find a solution. Yeah, what what, what does your process look like? Okay. Um, so, Right now, what a lot of people that I see are doing is they are trying to build their own product so they can have that on their resume and it could help them. So what do you think about that? Like, um, what do you think about that process? Like, does all the students who want to go in product management should have like their own product? I think that I think that certainly helps, um, uh, especially if you're trying to break into the industry and there aren't, um, you know, you, you don't have access to many opportunities um, to, you know, work on, on, you know, some kind of a more formalized project. 
um, you can create your own. Uh, that's something I did. I think it certainly helped me um, uh, to, to get my internships and eventually become a full-time product manager. Um, uh, and and uh, uh, I think it's also helpful to um, just do customer discovery, right? Again, dealing with, with ambiguity, I think you should also be comfortable with, with failure. So it's not just about, you know, could I build something? It's about, did I build the right thing, right? Could I figure out what the right thing was to build? Um, so, uh, you know, I, I uh, uh, went out to San Francisco and worked with uh, uh, a startup uh, uh, I have Penn State alum, that's my uh, alma mater, and I learned customer discovery, um, kind of the lean startup method, um, and uh, there's, a, there's a great book by, uh, it's by Cindy Alvarez, um, that's, uh, that kind of gives you tactical steps to customer discovery, and I use that on my resume and, and, and uh, in my interviews show that I knew how to talk to customers and because uh, there's a very, you know, uh, uh, there's a very specific process you have to go through. You don't want to inject biases when you're talking to customers. Yes. Um, uh, you want to make sure you're, you're collecting feedback from them. Oftentimes, you know, they won't necessarily tell you exactly what you need to build, but you have to somehow be able to tease that out from what they are telling you, right? So. So do you but think to your original question, I think it can be helpful. Um, and I think I think um, uh, there are also other things aside from just building something like you don't know how to code. Yeah. Uh, Makes sense. And so generally for like people who are starting with product um, as a product manager who are looking for jobs or even like who are professionals who want to transition to this field, what advice would you have for them? Just general advice? Yes. For someone trying to transition into the field? A transition or get into the field because I know a lot of people who are doing like different kinds of like uh, careers before and want to transition into the field or right. someone who is an early grad and want to transition into the field. Yeah. Um, gosh, that's, that's, that's a good question. I'm not sure I could... I could give a single piece of um, of advice. I think I think you know, one thing I'd say is um, I think one of the biggest things with product management is that you have to be comfortable with ambiguity. Mm -hmm. Want to make a career out of product management, you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable, mm -hmm. um, and you know, if you're if if you're someone who enjoys, um, you know, working on really hard problems, mm -hmm. uh, where there may not necessarily be, you know, one clear answer, and kind of um, struggling through that for potentially a very long time, mm -hmm. uh, or years even, um, then I think product management could be very very uh, uh, interesting for you. I agree. Okay, and as you mentioned about like how you built your own product and that's what helped you to get an internship. Um, are you familiar with any other ways if someone is looking for either the internship or a full-time role to get into product management? Um, 
I think for uh, for university students, a lot of the product management roles I've seen, especially at big tech companies, you just have to apply, um, you know, submit your resume. Um, so, you know, a lot of companies will come to universities to their career fairs and have their own special company day. Um, so attend those, talk to uh, talk to the recruiters there. Um, but typically, you know, especially the big technology companies have very streamlined uh, pipelines and processes, and you kind of just apply, um, try to talk to a recruiter, uh, make your resume the best you can, try to keep your GPA up, put projects on there that you've done, um, and, and that's really uh, kind of the only way to, to get started um, to officially uh, kind of um, uh, get into product management. But you can, you know, if you're doing your own projects, if you're involved in student organizations, or you know, if you're starting, you know, doing your own little company, your startup on the side, there's product management involved there. So you can get some experience with product management without actually um, going through those specific processes. And then if you're, you know, if you're into your uh, far along in your career, I found a lot of people have had success leveraging whatever industry vertical they were in. So let's say you were in uh, healthcare and you want to get into product management, um, you may find a product management role that works on a, uh, that builds some kind of a healthcare software product, right? And so you say, well, I may not have the software experience, but I have the healthcare experience yeah. so I can help us build a better, uh, better product. And so you can get into product management that way. Yes. Um, and then, you know, if, if, if you're like technical, right, maybe, um, you get in uh, uh, lots of people transition from software engineering to product management. If, you know, if your company, if you're in a different role, say you're in marketing or software engineering or business in your company, and it also has product management roles, I found that that's another common way that people get into, into uh, product management. Um, I would argue actually that's the way most people get into product management. Um, there aren't so many roles for undergraduates. A lot of product management roles require some industry yes. uh, experience in another type of role before you can start. I agree. Yeah. So for me, even like when I was looking for internships, what helped me was I was I had more of like healthcare experience. So that was one of the factors. I got the internship at a hospital, but as a product manager because I had the healthcare experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've heard this as well that uh, for a lot of product managers, there's like some kind of um, like professional experience required along with like having like MBA helps as well. Um, that's what I recently learned about it. So yes. um, last question for you. Uh, what are your future goals or aspirations? Um, you know, I, I think, I think the most exciting thing for me is when I can success is when I successfully navigate ambiguity. So I really want to continue to build products that, um, actually bring value to people and that people enjoy using. Um, you know, I work pretty low down on kind of the tech stack, so I don't you know, I'm, I'm somewhat industry agnostic in where I work, but I really love seeing when I get a product out there and then, you know, a healthcare company uses it uh, uh, to help a disabled person live their life better. Yes. Um, 
or you know we're able to do things with uh, artificial intelligence and reducing carbon emissions, more efficient uh, transportation routes, right? So I really want to see my work get out there into the world um, and impact more people positively. And and um, fortunately, Microsoft's a great place for that. I mean, they have um, uh, they've committed to being carbon negative by 2030, um, and so yeah. I think that's that's where I see myself going is doing more of that. Sounds good. Yeah, I think product management is one of the careers where we can actually see the impact on what we're making. So yeah. but thank you.